strapped in the trenches Making moves going all out Every day handle business You know that the hustle don't stop Got my team, let's get it Reviewing books and talk stocks Steady keep it moving So you gon' wanna tune in Get Lowdown, it's an app Get local food on demand Delivery right to your home Everything in the palm of your hand Took hard work and dedication Come through, join the conversation This is history up in the making We just wanna be an inspiration Hey, let's go Welcome to another edition of Bootstrapped in the Trenches. Got the whole gang back today. And we will be having on CU, actually, employee, Connor Cole. He's the manager, the employer engagement manager at University of Colorado Lead School of Business. So this should be interesting to figure out what he's been up to during this chaos of the pandemic with the whole madness with universities and openings and closings and he specializes in developing and managing relationships with top hiring companies within Colorado and across the U.S. Um, hey, maybe he could help us with some staffing. But it sounds like he's more in the universe of uh, top, top hiring companies around Leeds undergrad for finance and real estate. So relationship builder. He was in HR and small business service sales, and he's originally from Dallas, Texas. Uh, was raised in a small town in Indiana and actually got his bachelor, the, his BA in human resources management at IU. So small world there. It'll be cool to hear what he's been up to. And, you know, we've been trying to build up more guests that are within our audience, within our markets. It was awesome, Corey. You, you got Sarah on for us, the family Kardashian chef last week, which was cool. She was a great uh, guest to have on and very entertaining. That egg yeah, high cool. yeah, and then Daryl Ritchie from Boulder with uh, Purple Mountain Marketing. So always good getting a local Boulder guy. We'll have Quizmaster Sean coming on in a few minutes. I did receive a package this week in the mail. Haven't opened it yet. <laughs> so, you know, that'll be good. I thought it was uh, multivitamins that I ordered from Amazon. <laughs> oh, this must be conch. It has something jerky on it. I think yeah. I received a package too. I got to go downstairs and check. Oh, yeah, boy. I got one too. Yeah. I love the uh, Conj, the middle name thing he puts on our packages, the WMRL. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that cracked me up. The conch. Yeah. So that'll be good. Uh, <laughs> we're kind of in that time of year. I guess March Madness is coming up. It just doesn't feel like it because it's still like lockdown. You know, like usually, even last year, it was weird because it was heading right in the beginning of the pandemic and it was not a normal March Madness. And now we a year didn't later- didn't have March Madness. Yeah, we didn't even have it. This year, it's it's gonna happen, but it's it's not March Madness. Like I don't feel it. You know? uh, the entire tournament, I think, is in Indianapolis this year. Like all the games. Yeah, yeah I honestly paid no attention this year to college basketball. Yeah, same here, but- um... I've heard it's been really good. I haven't watched at all. I actually went to the Barstool um, sports Sportsbook in Blackhawk. Yeah, it was cool. That's, that's awesome. Setup. It was a cool setup. They got like all their branding stuff around, and they actually mm -hmm. own a piece of the bookie. So like when you're there and you're sports betting, you're kind of sports betting with Penn National. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's They're like on the tickets when they print out, right? Yeah. That is really cool. Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, the future of gambling, as we know, is extremely bright. And when it comes to just what they're up to, it's fascinating. And New Jersey just uh, officially legalized marijuana today. Wow. There it is. Would so you ever have thought that during the Sopranos days? <laughs> yeah, no. not during those days, but I know. I think they were one of the first ones to do it medicinally. But crazy to have it recreationally now. That really is wild that that's the case in New Jersey. Growing up, it just seems like a very strict place when it came to that. Right. Oh you know, God. compared to other There's, states. That's all that yeah. the cops had to do in the towns that we grew up in is just hunt for kids who were uh, maybe They were the up. worst with that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, they might federally just make it legal in the next two years under Biden. It wouldn't shock me at all. They will. Like we're heading in that direction. Yeah, it's pretty close. I think there's like under 10 states where it's completely illegal. Yeah, we're having a different yeah. era and all that. That'll be interesting. And uh, 
Yeah. What all any current events? It's kind of like besides college basketball, I know we're in the heart of the NBA here. NFL's done. Uh, yeah, I saw LinkedIn is about to start a gig economy to take on Fiverr and Upwork. Saw more white collar jobs, but great for Microsoft. Definitely, yeah, great for Microsoft. I know a lot of people have been like saying that's been a terrible acquisition because they overpaid for them. But I completely disagree. I don't well, know. Their numbers have been stalling, and they paid like twenty-seven billion dollars for them. That but, for I mean, yeah. Yeah, though, yeah, but their ad numbers are phenomenal. Like when you look yeah. at, they're killing it. Actually, they're like, killing it. But supposedly, I mean, this is just from an article I read. They're eighty percent of what they were. I'm actually surprised that uh, they're not just buying Fiverr. I, I always thought over the last few years, Fiverr seems like such a good candidate for one of those well, big companies. Maybe they will them. now. Maybe they'll be like, oh, well, we should bring in a Fiverr now to integrate here. Yeah, you know. Who knows? I mean, yeah, Fiverr is definitely an acquisition candidate, but with how big they've gotten, it's yeah, not gonna I think be that's a thing. Yeah, but they're only they're still only worth just like a few billion dollars, like maybe like five bill in total. Yeah, for Microsoft, that's nothing. Yeah, that's literally true. nothing. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Microsoft owns Twitch. You know, Xbox. No, I, thought, Am oh, I thought Amazon owned Twitch. I think Microsoft. I think Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I believe Jake told me that last week. I was kind of shocked. Yeah, Amazon owns Twitch. Amazon? Yeah. No, oh, I was going to say. Hey, what I heard that. I was kind of surprised. They bought Twitch for 970 mil in all cash in 2014. I, I hmm. think I was, th I was thinking of uh, TikTok. I didn't like Microsoft and Walmart try to team up to buy TikTok this year. Well, when the United States was like, pretending like they were going to ban TikTok unless they sold to an American company. There's yeah. all this speculation going around of like which company was going to buy TikTok. But then they ended up not forcing TikTok to shut down in the States. So TikTok never ended up selling. Got mm -hmm. it. And Quizmaster Sean should be joining us here in a second. He might be delayed with this. He drank himself to sleep before the show started. Yeah, with whatever the Kahlua. <laughs> Um, let's see, where's the canch? Yeah, I'm trying to think if we have anything else brewing to discuss. Uh, it's funny, I thought Walmart was such like a weird candidate for TikTok, but then mm -hmm. they're talking about how live streaming, doing this live streaming e-commerce on TikTok is like such a huge thing in China, and that's what they wanted to do with it in America is sell products on TikTok. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I could totally see it. These kids walking through Walmart making their videos while they're shopping. Like, it just, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Makes so well, we're sense. just heading into a, such a gamification culture. That's all that comes to mind with that, where people are lured into doing things and being rewarded for it. Like, yeah. Just where it's like, oh, I'm in Walmart and I'm taking this video for TikTok and now I'm getting rewarded. You know? It's like, sell this bicycle on TikTok. Someone will make something super creative. And you can do that yeah, with every yeah, one of the I products. Love that story, where yeah. you're like in someone's store, like shopping yourself, but then you could almost sell it to somebody else that's watching you. Where it's like, yeah, yo, exactly. I love what this bike is. Yeah. That's going to be a very interesting future of, you know, e-commerce when you have the mm -hmm. the people actually physically helping that push that. Yeah. Video referrals almost. Yeah. Uh, rumor has it, Tanj is actually trying out for Jeopardy. So maybe he's a bit pu pushed back here. Is he really? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Content, he has been getting prepped for like actually taking this whole game show to another level, supposedly, with like studio time, advertising on social media. Like yeah. Conj is going hard. I tried connecting him with uh, ASL Productions, who sets up like all Barstool stuff. And obviously nice. we, we use them. So is he uh, going through that? They're a little pricey. I think he's trying to maybe get to that point. You know, not yet, but soon. Yeah. Kanj is uh, – where's Marie, Dan? She's downstairs. I see a koala bear in the background. I thought that was a snapshot of Marie for a second. And you're <laughs> whatever that poster is there, yeah. Um, koala bear. We got to get Paul on one of these episodes. We really do. 
Where's Master Kanj? It's like, come on, boy. We got, you know, a scheduled segment here for him leading into the podcast. Oh, Um, yeah. I saw Uber took uh, an L in in the UK. Now their workers have to be, uh, they're not contractors. Really? Yeah. What's going on with that? Pretty much they just didn't pass the bill. So now in the UK, Uber's, like the employees, their employees, not contractors. Same case as LA, but they lost. Wow. I wonder if that'll hold up long-term. Supposedly they're going to work something out where they're contractors still, but they get benefits, certain benefits. Yeah, it's that's kind of a mix. That seems like where we're heading, that cognitive hybrid theme with the contractor with benefits thing. Yeah, I feel like it should only relate when people put in a certain amount of time on the platform. Definitely. Like a job, really, where it's like, oh, that triggers, you know, that person's been tenured or whatever the case may be. I like that a lot. Yeah, where they can't hop around. I don't know. Maybe they can't hop around platforms or maybe they still can. I'm not just trying to think how that would work. Yeah. I mean, if I was one of those, a contractor, I'd want to be making, having as many funnels as income as possible. So it's it's hard to restrict that. And then you have the whole problem about then they're forced into doing something as an employee. But it's always that, you know, gray area, which is part of the battle of our industry. Yeah. Um, I mean, besides that, COVID numbers are down big. Yep. New York. New York starting to reopen a bit, 35% for restaurants. John Hopkins put out that article Friday saying by April, COVID won't even exist because of herd immunity. Like it'll be completely uh, done with. That joke really, is something, huh? They were saying that like the professionals need to come out and reason with the public and tell them that that's the case instead of like playing it off. Like, you know, we're still in the heart of this pandemic. So Yeah. They're probably just treading carefully, being over cautious. You know, it's better to be safer. Yeah, than sure. of course. But yeah, we should be, you would think things are going to be fully back to normal by summer. Absolutely. So yeah, that'll be good. great. It'll feel great. It will feel great. It's like enough. And this then, whole thing has been, it's definitely dragged on a bit longer than I think most people thought. Yeah. But hey, you know, there were years back in the, you know, World War One and World War Two. people were dealing with years of way worse than this so not to downplay covid by any means it's serious but imagine being in the middle of world war one or two like in the cluster of that for the, that time debacle where just years of your life or just a block of time gone so you know it puts things in perspective there there's always going to be some random things that pop up in the world this wasn't random but Talk about a black swan event. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Yeah. So it'll be fun getting people back at it in person and us being on the ground, passing out food. Yeah, I honestly can't wait for that. It's funny. We used to like do it so much that we used to hate it. Now I just, that's all I want to do is just talk to people. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're back. Yeah, that'll, it's like a refreshing, you know, it's almost like it was a long extended breather from that that was needed. Yeah. Now it's like, all right, well, that's what we do best. So now it's time to get fun. Get, we get so cool. hard with it for literally like 14 years. Crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. That, that's definitely a great way to define it. I think it's, you know, in saying that, it seems to the pandemic's given that life again that whole type of marketing. Yeah, totally. Like it it seemed to me like it was almost dying out fully. And now I almost feel like the opposite again, where it's like, I don't know. Last time, the last time we did it, we went to like Flagstaff, Bloomington and people just weren't receptive at all. And now I feel like it's going to yeah, completely turn around the next time we do it. Like we had a eat cheap week in Bloomington where me, you and Jeff went and it was just like people just, we're not taking postcards, but it was also like the coldest day ever. <laughs> I mean, as we know over the years, no one ever takes anything when they're cold. It's yeah. just not even, you know, they're just in the blinder mode of I'm freezing. Like whatever you're saying, get the hell out of my face. Yeah. 
that's why Las Cruces is such a good market. It's for, not really that cold. For sure. For people spending yeah. money. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean for marketing. Yeah, definitely. That's a great time for marketing. Rupon probably kills it though. Yeah, I bet they do. They definitely do. Yeah. I feel like Groupon still definitely kills it all over the place. I hear people talk about it all the time. Well, yeah, anywhere definitely. anyone's not trying to spend a buck, I mean, they kill it. Yep. Arker Penlington. Well, we got Conjun. There he is. Oh, Parker. Welcome to another episode of Win Mike Rollins Lunch. How are we doing, everybody? Good. I got to go get the package, Conch. It's package time for everybody. I'll tell you what. I've been going easy on you folks for too many weeks now, and now someone's going to get it. Who's it going to be? Corey, how's your luck feeling today? Feel pretty good, Conch. I mean, Parker. Uh, that's good because we're going to find out how your luck actually is. You're going to come up first today. Your categories are oil me up, thirsty Monday, buying apple stock, dessert Dan, tied up in the trunk, and an all-carbs diet. I don't know if this is shrooms or I'll bottles. go with uh, all-carbs all diet. All-carbs diet. That's called the Dan Roland special. <laughs> what we got? All carbs diet. It's How much pasta good. does the average person in Italy eat per year? Nice. How much pasta? Got, Is uh, it nine pounds, seventeen pounds, thirty-six pounds, or fifty-two pounds? Ugh. Wow. I'll go with. God, I don't. I don't know. Thirty-six pounds. Seems like a lot. Thirty-six pounds. Is that right? Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. It's fifty-two pounds. Ah, yeah, it's a lot of pasta. It's a lot. Corey in a hole early. Dan sporting the beard. <laughs> uh, Dan is a big Ted Cruz fan, so he grew out his beard ah. uh, to support him. How That's you doing wow. today, Dan? Uh, pretty good. I uh, actually went to Cancun with Ted Cruz over the week. Wow. Yeah, it was a bold move for my political uh, career. Oh, that's a good move for your diet, too, because I'm sure he eats everything on the table. Your categories are Oil Me Up, Thirsty Monday, Buying Apple Stock, Dessert Dan, and Tied Up in the Trunk. I'll say Oil Me Up. Oil Me Up, a phrase Dan has said many times in his professional career. <laughs> Which country is the world's leading producer of olive oil? Is it? The U.S., Italy, Spain, or Greece? He's not falling for this shit. It's the U.S. Well, he avoided the trap question, but got into the other <laughs> oh, trap question. Is it Greece? It's Greece, right? Damn oh, it's it. Spain. That's 6.5 million tons a year. No one knows what's going on. Mike, I think oh, you knew that answer. I, you I know, know. If you, had you said France as one of the answers, I was going with that. For some reason, I thought it was France. Well, looks like you were going to be wrong no matter what. So that's <laughs> over, Dan. Mike. Let's go. We, the man the show is all about. How are we doing? Ready to take a stranglehold here. Let's find out if you are. Is it Thirsty Monday, Buying Apple Stock, Dessert Dan, or Tied Up in the Trunk? Buying Apple Stock. Buying Apple Stock. How many varieties of apples are there in the world? Are there 90? 450, 7,500, or 20,000? Wow. I am going to go with, what was the second one? 450. I'm going to go with 450. 450. Oh, the field's off to a bad start today. The correct answer is 7,500. Wow. 7,500. Well, you know, you can't win them all. Our crew is off to a rough start. Halftime. How's everyone feeling? Zero, zero, zero. Unacceptable, Conch. Parker. Unacceptable. Well, <laughs> let's see if we could turn that around. Corey, you feeling good right now? Not great. Corey's relieved that everyone else followed suit. Yeah, I mean, I feel good about that. I'm not well, feeling good about my prize that I just uh, unwrapped. I'm pretty nervous to lose right now. 
Well, <laughs> I uh, I have a. I have a feeling that everyone's going to want to see Dan's prize the most. It's going to be fun. Oh, uh, yeah. Tell me the, the categories. Dan your, your, your categories are Thirsty Monday, Dessert Dan, and Tied Up in the Trunk. Dessert. Yeah, I'm not going to take Dan's category. I'm going to go with uh, Thirsty Monday. Thirsty Monday. Behind water, tea is the most consumed beverage in the world. However, it's only the sixth most consumed beverage in the United States. What is the second most consumed beverage behind water in the U.S.? Is it soda, coffee, beer, or milk? Wow. I mean, beforehand, I was thinking coffee, but a beer is a good Yeah, I'm going to go coffee. He's going with coffee. Oh, and it hits him right in the balls. Come on. You can't go wrong underestimating the fatness of Americans. It's soda. Oh. It was one of those. I was just like, coffee, everyone drinks it daily. I don't know. Fuck. Hate to well, see it. I hate to see it too. That's for sure. <laughs> Corey, in a tough spot. I hope you're ready for that walk of punishment you're about to have. Dan, can you get yourself out of trouble here? I think so. Going for one. Let's do it. Fun news about Dan. He got sponsored by uh, Under Armour over the weekend. Look um, at that. He's now right the there. first sponsored athlete on our podcast. How's that feel? It feels good. They've been, uh, they agreed to send me a couple boxes of shirts every two weeks. I'm feeling good about it. I'm going to support them well. Well, there you go. Dan, the first quiz star to get a major clothing sponsor. Your like categories are. answering these questions. Well, they, they just love the, that's the beard is part of the contract, everybody, just to let you know that's your true. categories are thirsty uh, Monday. No, not thirsty Monday. Your categories are dessert, Dan and tied up in the trunk. I'm going to go with tied up in the trunk. Whoa. Tied up in the trunk. Another thing Dan has said often at work. <laughs> Jing lead is a popular dish in Thailand. What is the main ingredient? Is it? Tuna eyes, grasshoppers, ants, or sharks? Grasshoppers. Grasshoppers. He said it with conviction because he's right. Well done. It's seasoned with salt, pepper, and chili in a wok. Tastes like juicy popcorn. That was an easy one, just based on process of eliminating. That was quite the layup for Parker. That that was a layup. It was obviously between ants and grasshoppers, and no one eats ants. So it was a layup. A lot of people eat ants. You'd be surprised. But round of applause (laughs) for Dan for surviving this week. Parker's a big ant fan himself. I am. I eat them straight from the the anthill. You just put your mouth over it, and you hum. Just stay away from those red ones, Parker. Kimlington, can I ask what kind of shades those are? Uh, these are, uh, Mike actually sent me these from the future. He kind of did a a time travel with an object thing. They are, uh, what are they? They're Persols. Persol sunglasses. Those myself. There you go. The the brand doesn't exist yet in my time, but they're pretty snazzy. Actually, Cons, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I probably am. I didn't look it up. Mike, Let's go. Can, can you keep Dan out of the winner's circle? We oh. got Dessert Dan as our final category. Which oh. state consumes the most ice cream per capita? Is it North Dakota, New Mexico, Hawaii, or Alaska? Wow. Per capita. Mm-hmm. Man. You know, I'm going to go with Hawaii. He's going with Hawaii. It makes sense because it's hot. But no, it's Alaska. No, I didn't know that then. I figured it was either Hawaii or North Dakota. It's a weird one. We got a tie for last place this week. Congratulations to Dan, our new champion. It must be April Fool's Day or something. God, you know it's messed up? You know the package is is messed up when there's no uh, nutritional facts at all on the box. Well, it's not technically food. Yeah, well... <laughs> You're right. I don't know. No colors or preservatives. Grilled and oven dried. I got mac and cheese candy canes. Wow. Yeah, those are going to be <laughs> delicious. Let's get There's excited. Wow. Jeff and Shelly might want some of those. Yeah, you should share them. <laughs> so, what, Corey and I have to eat these now? Yeah, Basic- I'll just do it. Let's see it. 
Corey, you can enjoy that for the entire interview if you'd like. I have earthworm <laughs> jerky. Earthworm uh, jerky. Well, wait, this is breaking my intermittent fast with mac dough. and cheese candy cane. <laughs> wow, you know what this tastes like? Pepperoni. Yo, this smells like shit. No, this is the <laughs> one of the worst things I've ever smelled. Sorry, Corey. Someone had to get it. I actually it like that. No, no, yeah, it doesn't taste bad. It smells terrible, though. Oh, my God. This is kind of like pepperoni meets. The aftertaste is terrible, though. It like where it, it hits that <laughs> and then goes way downhill badly. This oh. is the wor the worst smelling thing. I'm not kidding. I've ever smelled. I mean, it's like a brick of cheddar cheese that was just left out. It is disgusting. Wow, this is bad like seaweed combined with pepperoni. That's what this tastes like. Pepperoni seaweed. And well, this, it's high in protein. This smells like throw up, like fresh throw up. That's oh, like not like on the floor. Yeah, it's it's terrible. You should uh, leave one under someone's couch next time you visit. <laughs> I'm definitely going to. Protein. I'm going to ask, uh, I'm going to give this to my friends for like, just tell them it's lemon lime. Ha have it up for the holiday for Christmas. They could hang them on the tray. I'm already going to put it yeah, in someone's store. You're going to definitely prank someone with that in like a way where they think it's delicious. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, that'll be great. I need to see the video of that when you do it. <laughs> Dan, how's it feel to watch everyone else get Dan punished? Dan shocked that he won. He's like pinching himself. He's not using that. <laughs> I mean, he's I'm grinning. He's out. grinning like young men. Yeah, yeah. Where is young? We need a FaceTime. He's downstairs. You get young men up here. Tell them to jump up. <laughs> you can't jump up the stairs. The man yeah. doesn't. He's not taking the steps anymore. Well, no, he comes up here, but. Only when I bring him up here, because he'll fall down the stairs. It's actually kind of sad. The, uh, slurs, the stairs are slippery, and the young man tumbled down the stairs twice. It was brutal. You just, just kind of shook it off. Wow. Parker Pemlington, thanks as always here. We got uh, your buddy Connor Cole coming on in a couple minutes. Well, thanks for having me. This has been Win Mike's Roland's Lunch. Let's see if next week Mike can redeem himself and if Dan can stay in the winner's circle. Je you got Jeopardy auditions from what we're hearing. I do. That other guy messed it up, so that means I'm back in, baby. Look oh, at yeah. it. No wonder you're not drinking, Conch. Oh, yeah. Sober February to make it on Jeopardy. I'll see you oh, on man. network TV, everybody. Take this care. has been Parker Pendlington. Spade your pets and neuter them too. Peace out. <laughs> that was good. Parker is oh on point as always. I think we're going to see him uh, taking this global. Dude, that yeah. was brutal. My hands smell disgusting. Smell like porta potty? To wash them like 10 times. It smells like what I imagine uh, my friend Josh's groin area to smell like. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> the, the grundle? Yeah, right after a long workout. Wow, that can't be good. that can't be good. No. Wow. Uh, I was getting hungry there too, Corey. Yeah, I was like all pumped to eat right after this. Yeah. Not anymore. I guess we'll see if Connor. I'm curious to see if he joins us. I never heard in the email. He never responded to the Google Doc or email. So I guess we will see here in two minutes. And. Uh, what else we got going on? Dan, what are you doing for dinner tonight? That's a good question. Probably some sort of HelloFresh meal. HelloFresh. My problem with that, it's just hello delivery right after. It's never enough food. All the way <laughs> I couldn't agree more. They do not yeah. give you enough food at all. Ever. It's always yeah. like, oh, this is delicious. I need four more of these, and then I'm going grocery shopping. You know, I feel that way with, with any meal plan. I do it like service life out here. It's like, yeah, you feel like you're in great shape until you're eating 10 of these at once. That's my issue with all that stuff. I'll see yeah. that. Oh, this looks great. 350 calories. And I'm like, I'm starving. I intermittent fast. I go to town on like eight of those dishes. Yeah. I, I can only do it for, for lunch. It's the only thing that works for me. Cause I'm not that hungry during the day. Dinner you know, gets really works for me is delivery. I've realized yeah. like, that's my I mean, way. That's all I do. Yeah. It's crazy. Like anytime I go shopping and try cooking, I'm just eating way more food. I'm like, oh man, that was great. And what am I doing now for food? It's like, I'm like treating <laughs> myself to delivery after cooking. Yeah. I so, do the same thing. 
Yeah, that's uh, the life of, I guess, being in delivery for so long, you you know, creatures of habit and it's easy. There's nothing easier. I think my favorite part is not doing the dishes. Oh man, you're telling I, me. Like that is by far the best part about delivery. Like I have friends that are like, oh, it's. I feel like cleaning up relaxes me. What are you, nuts? Like I've never felt that sensation. One iota. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I, I get the whole like oh, 10 intense workout feeling relaxing after that. I love that feeling. Like I did 300 floors today on the Stairmaster. Oh, man, I'm feeling it. Yeah, yeah delivery, it's the best. Well, I don't understand people are like complain when their food's cold. It's like you literally have every – Typically, unless you're in a hotel room, maybe, but you have every tool at your disposal to heat up the food to make it perfect. Like Mike, every time we would order pizza, we'd always have the oven set preheated to when it comes Absolutely. to make it crispy. You know, and I had the move yesterday with that, Corey. I, I housed a 16-inch whole wheat face, and I ended up not having the oven on beforehand. So that was a problem. But on that note, let's bring in Connor. How are you, Connor? Hey. Thank you for us, man. How's it going? Pretty good. Always great seeing a fellow uh, Boulder guy. Are you in Boulder right now? Uh, Denver. Nice. Yeah. How's it going there? Uh, great, great. Yeah, weather's so nice today. It, yeah, we're all located. Uh, right now, I'm in Fort Lauderdale. Actually, I was in Colorado the last ten years, but we're we're out there a bunch. Dan was just there actually uh, up until yesterday. Yeah, got it. Nice. Yeah, we're heading to Miami on Thursday, which I'm very excited for that. Dude, you can't beat the weather. It'll be 75 and sunny for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think it's going to be 81 every day we're there. Wow. Yeah, it sounds sweet. about right. Connor, what would you say your favorite thing about Boulder is overall? Um, well, I live in Denver, but I love a lot about Boulder. Um, or so how yeah, about you about Colorado? Let's let's yeah, that. for sure. Yeah. So my I've actually worked in this role. So I've been working for the university in Boulder, but I've been living in uh, Dallas, Texas. So I've only been here for two months. Uh, oh, but wow. my favorite thing about Colorado, um, people are just cool. People are like really um, down to earth, way more than they are in Dallas. Um, and there's so many like activities to get into. Everybody has like hobbies. I've become so much more interesting in the last two months. <laughs> like just picking up hobbies. I'm like, I've got to do some cool stuff now. Like I got a fish tank. I'm going to start like doing like a saltwater aquarium. And uh, Are you turning into a rock climber yet? <laughs> not yet. Um, it's funny you say that because I actually took a rock climbing class my senior year of college. And so it's always been like on my mind. Like, will I get back into that? I do. They have some great. I mean, I I actually never got into it when I lived in Colorado. I have done some rock climbing at gyms, but they have some great stuff out there for that, for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, so, everyone's so active in Colorado. It's crazy. Oh man. Yeah. Connor, I'm very loving that exposed brick. That's oh, so thanks, nice. Man. Yeah. I was looking for that. I settled on beams. I couldn't find anything uh, in the budget that had the explosive brick. <laughs> yeah, it makes for a great uh, backdrop for the podcast. <laughs> Connor, so I was fascinated looking at your LinkedIn, man. I've been wondering throughout the pandemic, like anybody that works for a college or university, like the controlled chaos going on. I know we've done some stuff with CU and I've seen just like, you know, the constant moving around with students coming back, if they're not coming back, what has it been like in your world with, the, you know, even with your role day to day, can you take us through the last year? Yeah, for sure. Well, I've been entirely remote. So I accepted the job last April. Um, so I was in another job remote and then found this one. I came to Colorado on a skiing trip in March, 2020. I was like, Colorado's way cooler than Texas. And so I looked on LinkedIn, applied to this job and three weeks later I was accepting it. And then I was like, I guess I'm moving to Denver. <laughs> wow. Um, but favorite, you said favorite thing about being remote or just something that's changed in the past. Well, year? Have you seen like career wise, are you starting to pick up on any trends where the pandemic has shifted gears and people, I know you have a finance and real estate niche focus with yeah. helping people with the lead school. What has that been like coming out for people now? Are they thinking a bit differently as they're graduating? 
Um, well, both of those industries are doing really well right now. Um, so like any track in like finance, like wealth management, anything in real estate, like they're doing really well right now. Um, so jobs wise, if anything, there's probably been an increase. I can't say that because I wasn't in this job for over a year, but I would say there's there's plenty of opportunity in those two industries. Um, and yeah, and I mean, I think this past year, right, like COVID has changed a lot of things, but I think also the awakening of a lot of us for like social injustices has changed a lot. And so I my primary responsibility for the university is to manage relationships with corporations and diversity and inclusion is top of mind for every recruiter and company that we work with. Um, so that's definitely something that's changed um, in the past year. And with that, do you think there'll be a lot of in-person like recruiting and in-person, you know, just the human touch is so important, but how do you see that coming out of this? Do you think normal office day-to-day will come back where you're forced to go back to, you know, even working in Boulder every day eventually? Uh, probably not. Yeah. Cause the personally, the relate, like in this job, like the relationships I like manage, like they're across the country, right? Like but I'm not having in-person meetings with like JP Morgan, that's in New York. Like it's, it's all online anyways. So like I'm way more effective, like being at home versus like making that commute up to Boulder and then sitting in an office and then getting distracted by like coworkers and and all that. So I don't think that my role or my team or even our office will be 100% in person ever again. I think we'll be like a hybrid model, but I think that's going to be the case for um, a lot of folks, right? I mean, you guys probably are all anticipating it to be hybrid and very flexible for moving moving on. Yeah. Do you think that will be the same way for Boulder, like as far as the students as well? It'll be hybrid heading forward, or do you think, you know, next year, it'll be a bit more normal. Who knows? I mean, I think so much is going to change in the next few years, like education, higher ed being one of those things, like really is it required to be a successful person in a corporation? Like, yeah, right now it's, it's checking that box and it's a requirement for a lot of jobs. Uh, I believe like one in every, one in every seven jobs is uh, requires a bachelor's degree that's posted Mm -hmm. like right now. So Right now, it's an important thing to you know get that BA and universities want you to be in person, right? Because like there's a lot of other things that go into it and the college experience revenue from like a residence perspective, like so much would have to change. Um, and you know what's the benefit of go? What's the benefit of getting a degree from a particular university if you're not actually there? You know why do you have to actually be in Boulder to get the Boulder degree? Yeah, you can be anywhere. All? online yeah from fort lauderdale like these are all questions that we're gonna have to find an answer to i guess my biggest thing with that i think our guest was talking about that last week too with what price do you put on a college experience right because that's really what we're talking about here where yeah you can take i took a ton of online classes in school when i was on campus but I couldn't, when I look back at the social interaction end of that, at that point in life, that crucial time frame when you're still, you know, you're young, you're 18 to 22 years old for the most part. I think that is such an important social experiment for our country. So I, I don't know how you really quantify that in a number. Yeah, true. Yeah. And I mean, we have to think about like, really, what's the reason for all that? You know, like who, who's at what expense and who is profiting off of that and for why, you know, and like what groups of people are being ex, um, excluded from that, that those opportunities and those privileges is going to school. So because of the number. Yeah. So you're exactly right. It's going to, we're going to have to take a second look at all these things. And college's missions have totally changed because so many people last year couldn't go in and take an SAT or an ACT. Uh-huh. Because you can't go in person. So then that has to be omitted from the admissions process to get into university. And then what do you use to weigh to get into to college? Yeah. So Yeah, that is so great. interesting. So so what are they using? Um I I don't work in admissions. Yeah. I don't even like know really what goes on in that in that space, but um I think that diversity is gonna be important in the future and not even just like how you identify like your like demographic, but just like, what were you involved in? Um, yeah, what, a, compared to the rest of the, the incoming class, like right. how can you 
how can you make it uh, a variety of uh, people coming in? Yeah, that makes sense. Connor, do you see yourself staying in? It seems like you have a passion for helping people. Like, has that been something, relationship building, you've had a knack at for, since you have had it, were a young age, would you say? Um, I always wanted to be an architect. I was going to be an architect up until my senior year of high school. Wow. So everything, nothing, nothing like from my younger aspirations, like is coming to fruition now besides uh, studying to get my real estate exam. That's the architecture I'm living out. But yeah, I think that I'm drawn to this, this career because um, college like created so much opportunity for me, um, totally changed the trajectory of my life by, you know, having study abroad, internship experience, part-time, developing relationships with professors. Like I, I was first generation college student and you know, no one in my family like had a professional career. So college just like introduced me to so many other opportunities, um, career and lifestyle wise. So I love being in a position where like I can create those opportunities for other students, uh, particularly the ones um, that do have diverse backgrounds and that are first generation. Um, so I think that the university could definitely keep me because um, if I get to keep working with those students. That's really cool that it had that impact on you and, you know, you use that to help other people. That's must be gratifying. I mean, that, that's awesome to think about. What would you say, what one piece of advice would you give someone, Connor, that's coming out of college looking to start a, a new career? I have a lot of advice. Um, I guess first and foremost, like take the time to get to know yourself, you know, like before you even start looking into the industries or jobs or like what you want, like really prioritize what's important to you. Like if it's staying in Denver and being close to your family, know that don't apply to jobs in Salt Lake City or New York, like take that time to think about what's important to you. And, you know, if if earning a ton of money is important to you, that's awesome. That's fine. There are companies that are looking for people that are money motivated. Get into a sales role. That's awesome. Do that. You'll fail very well. If money's not that important to you and it's more like a work-life balance or, or you know, the, the intrinsic value of like doing a job that has a social impact, that's know that. And then in that way, if you have that self-awareness, you can be more calculated in jobs you apply to. But then also when you're in the interview process and you're in front of people, you're not just sitting there because you need a job. You're not just checking the box. You're actually there because you give a shit. Right. Which is huge. Not just going through the motions like, oh, I need to do this to pay the bills. Yes. And then the second piece, I guess, is it's networking. Networking is huge. And the tools we have today are unreal. Like LinkedIn is I think just underutilized. I, I think some people do utilize it, but the fact that the four of us can be on a call today, we can chat, we can get to know each other, we can connect on LinkedIn. In 20 years, I'm not gonna have a different LinkedIn profile. I'm gonna have the same one. I can be able to reach out to Corey and be like, hey Corey, remember when you listened to me rant for 30 minutes about random questions? Like, will you help me introduce to this guy you know at this company? Like, that's the world we're looking in. And I think the more people that can adjust to this, these tools that we have and utilize them to the best of their ability. I think those people are going to um, have a very fulfilling and happy career. That's a great way of putting it. It really, this is the power of social networking in a positive, right? I know there's been a lot of backlash lately and heat on social media, but at the end of the day, the, this is what it started for is connecting with people you weren't connected to before, or even you might've been back in the day to get back in touch with, but human connection. That's why this was started. And that is cool. Yeah. Us going back and forth on LinkedIn, you coming here, talking to us, us seeing your face, you know, it's awesome. That really is what's been a bright part of, I think the pandemic is everybody realizing they have tools at their disposal. They might not have even thought about beforehand. Mm -hmm. And there, you know, there's other ways to get to know people. For sure. So kind yeah, of, I'm saying, Mike, did you study at IU Bloomington? Is that yes. right? Yeah. That's Corey it. and I went there. Yeah, we both went yeah. there. Yeah, I saw that. That's funny. Yeah, man. Bloomington, good town. It, it, we had some good times. Love that town. What, what year did you graduate? Uh, 18. So, 18. so uh, three years. 10 years after May. Anytime I'm rocking up, for you? Sure. Someone always comes up to me and asks if I've been to Little Five. 
That's like the impression I get if I'm wearing an IU shirt. They're all right. Yeah. yeah, that's but, probably the saddest part for students the last few years. No little five back to back. Seriously, that's been two years running now. Well, last year there's no little five, and this year there's no yeah. You're right. One. That is that's awful. Yeah, that's uh, so, Connor. You got out just in time. I know, right? Yeah, I got to experience little five. Connor, you, you know, go uh, go to restaurants. You've been liking in Colorado. Yes. I really, I guess I've been here for two months and I ended up buying a condo here and I had to furnish the whole place. So I haven't been spending a lot of money out at restaurants. So nothing fancy is what I'm about to say, but Uno Mas is one block from my house. It's a, just a taco joint and it is so good. Love that place. I'm I'm moving. You've been. Oh yeah. A ton. Uno Mas is great. I've eaten there probably a dozen times. Oh yeah. Me too. Um, And I'm just moving from taco country, right? So, like, Texas, there's tacos everywhere. Colorado, even more so. There's so many good taco spots in Colorado. I mean, it's filled with it. It's unbelievable. All they do in Colorado is put green chili on everything, Connor. You'll you'll fit in right there with the southern food quickly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, and uh, I guess what would your last meal on earth be, Connor? If like, you know, treat yourself to the ump degree, what would you say? Well, first of all, I love this question. I always play the, I always ask this question if I'm like playing that hot seat game. Um, and it would be the bakery section of any grocery store or like a good grocery <laughs> store. I like that. Like, I would just, oh, man. <laughs> I would go to town on the cinnamon rolls and all the things. You're striking dance tune now. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, that is that that that's a clever answer right there. When you think about it, like any time I go in a grocery store, it part of me is always like, man, I just want to go to town in that bakery section and just load up and see what happens. So that yeah. makes a lot of sense, Connor. I like that. Yeah, if today was my last day, that would be one of the top things I would do. And then maybe I'd like call my mom or something. Be like, hey, <laughs> thanks for giving me life. I like and that. <laughs> yeah, a good idea. yeah, nice sugar coma and then hit up mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good stuff, man. Well, dude, hopefully we can all cross paths when we're in Colorado again. Get some yeah, for sure. Yeah, you guys will have to come through. And I mean, I wanted to ask, like, is there anything that, I mean, you guys have on, you know, that I can help you with? Or I, I'm sure you guys all have, like, goals in mind for the podcast or, um, you know, for yeah, the- you know, man, we kind of looked at the podcast as a cool way to community build in our markets, get to know different people, have them on hear their journeys. It, it just seemed like a good way to inbound market while just getting to know people. And, you know, we can't really be out and about like normal yet. So we started this podcast a bit over a year ago, just as a, a good way to engage and inform our all of our users as well as get to meet new people. Yeah, I think this is our 73rd episode. I was just looking. That's crazy. I know. Congrats. How how often do you do it every Monday? Yeah, every every Monday. Mountain time. Drops every Tuesday. So Um, it's been fun, Connor. We have guests on anyone from like NBA players to people that work at CU. Like it's been literally- Average gay man working for the university. Yeah, that's, man, it kind of when we first started this, I, I don't know if you've heard of Humans of New York. Of course. Yeah. So that whole premise I love. And I was like, why don't we do that in podcast version where a lot of podcasts, all they do is talk to people that no one can relate to because they're not Michael Jordan. So you hear and I love Joe Rogan's podcast. It's great. But let's be real. Most of these conversations they're having, it's like, man, you guys are celebrities that are not day-to-day just average mm-hmm. Joes. And you're not an average Joe, Connor. I'm just saying humans in general, I oh, wanted to get on all walks of life. Yeah, no, that's so cool. I used to have the same aspiration. I thought it'd be so cool to just like drive around, like tour tour the country for like three to six months and just like meet random people that are like working at a gas station or checking you out at the grocery store and just like have a conversation with them. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be something that people do a lot of once this whole COVID situation is over. Just go out and meet people. Just talk to anyone. And yeah. Yeah. And that's honestly my whole job is facilitating connections between employers and current students. So um, 
yeah, this is the space that I live in. Like, how can you create a meaningful connection online? And we found a lot of platforms that are pretty cool. They're all like startups, like out of like Harvard and like a few places on the East Coast. Um, What's your favorite that. one that you guys use? Congregate is what it's called. And that's the Harvard students. We actually like just launched that like a month ago. Interesting. That's cool. Got to check that out. Yeah, y'all should. And they're probably an interesting group of guys or girls to connect with. Good stuff. Absolutely. Well, Connor, appreciate you taking the time, man. And definitely keep in touch. Stay healthy out there. And uh, I'll definitely ring you up next time I'm out in mile high. Yeah, yeah. thanks for joining yeah. us, Connor. Of course, yeah. Thanks for the opportunity. Hopefully it was a value add. Oh, definitely. That was great. Congrats on the condo buy. That's awesome. Thanks, man. And like I said, I'm getting my real estate license. So if you guys need a realtor in Denver or Colorado. There you go. Hey, speaking of that, where could, uh, where could people find you if they want to learn more either about real estate or in general? Yeah. What would be the best? Probably Instagram, I guess. That's probably like the most approachable or LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, Connor Cole. Um, and then Instagram is Connor D. Cole. Connor, hit him up if you need a condo. Yeah, hit me up with and any referrals. Those are cool too. Good stuff. We'll awesome, let man. the viewers know. Okay, well, thanks thank for coming so on. Much. Thanks course. so much, Connor. Take care, buddy. How's it going, man? That was cool. Seems yeah, like, cool, uh, you know, I, real estate and finance, of course, is always popular as, you know, coming out of college, kids want to make money. I'm, where those spaces are heading is a whole different story. But, you know, that's a different type of conversation. That's not his job. But, yeah, that was cool. Seems like he has a great outlook on life. Positive dude. Yeah, and, nice guy. Yeah. And I think that's a wrap, guys. There is some dog. We're going to need Marie and Miles having a word with Dan across the plate. It is unreal. Just yap. Yeah, all day long. This color. I have the same thing going on. It's driving me nuts. It's just like, yo, if you're gonna have a dog, like train it or don't have a dog. It's like whoever this owner is, gone all day. Literally every time I'm here, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't even know what's going on. It's like, what is this dog doing? How are you not sleeping? Like, there's yeah, been one in there for hours, clearly, and it just keeps yapping. I've never I, seen like this literally have the exact same situation going on it's driving me nuts and i cannot wait for my lease to end just yeah. specifically when it damn dog, may 1st oh man that's right around the corner oh yeah just two more months but oh, um, is it florida time it might be man i need to come scope it out society baby seriously how are you liking it it's cool you know man it, it's a nice spot i think it's does the trick i'll end this now um, subscribe to us on Roland. Oh, bootstrapped in the trenches. I always am thinking of the mashup. Bootstrapped <laughs> in the trenches. Leave us a review. Thank Bootstrapped in the trenches. Yeah. Making moves going all out. Every day handle business. You know that the hustle don't stop. Got my team. Let's get it. Reviewing books and talk stocks. Steady keep it moving. So you gon' want to tune in. Get Lodell. It's an app. Get local food on demand. Delivery right to your home. Everything in the palm of your hand. Took hard work and dedication. Come through. Join the conversation. This is history up in the making. We just want to be an inspiration. Hey, let's go.